Not got dressed today, Lloyd. You've not got dressed today? Well, I've not had a shower or anything. I sort of wore my pyjamas till about half one, two o'clock. And yeah. then I um, put on, like, gym wear to go on the bike. And then I've just stayed in the gym wear. Right. Okay. So, have you, have you had a shower? No, not yet. Right. Okay. Uh, and are you, you going to have a shower? I intend to. Yeah. I mean, I would class that as a lockdown low. Yeah. If you didn't. Yeah. Like... I don't think there's been a day on this lockdown where I've not had a shower. If anything, sometimes I've had two or three. Three showers in a day? Yeah. That's not going to be good for your skin, surely. Yeah, Yeah, but I don't think I used any product on the third time. Why did I have a third shower? I can't remember. I think I I had one in the morning, then I did some exercise, and I did... uh, Then I did some exercise, and then I had a... I was like, oh, I'll get in the shower. And then I think I got mucky doing some housework. And I was like, it'd just be easy to get in the shower here. So I think that might have been why. But yeah, I think I've, uh, two's a regular occurrence if I'm doing exercise. Right, okay. But um, yeah, but do you smell? Um, no, I don't think so, no. Okay. And when are you going on the bike? Oh, so I've been, on the, been bike. on the bike. So I did the bike. You've been on the bike. Yeah, I did half an hour on the bike and... Um... Enjoy, but it was great music selection on this ride. What, what era? Uh, it was a. It wasn't a particular era, I don't think, but it was a rock ride. Or was it a particular era? Maybe it was. It might have been. Um, uh, no, I don't think it was a particular era. But it was. It was. Classified, it was called a rock ride, and uh, rock ride, rock ride. It had some absolutely banging uh, tunes by a lot of artists. I thoroughly enjoy. Like whom? Uh, so Weezer, Island in the Sun was Weezer. there, um, which is always good. Uh, but also, on top of that, hang on, I'm just going to try and find the playlist here, and that'd be a. Um, oh, would would you count Weezer as rock? Uh, some some Weezer songs, not particularly this one, but I think in America they just call anything rock that's got guitars in, don't they? Um, yeah, so, I, I'd, I'd say Weezer is like college rock. Yeah, <laughs> is that allowed? That's absolutely fine. Um, so um, I'll give you an order. Open up with Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. Nice. Then No Rain, Blind Good. Melon. Uh, right. Island of the Sun by Weezer, Rococo. Right, lovely. Rococo by Arcade Fire. Love Arcade Fire. Short Skirt yeah. Long Jacket by Cake. All the Small Ooh, Things, Blink 182. Fully aware of that. Free Falling, but by Stevie Nicks, not Tom Petty. Right. And then Firestarter by The Prodigy at the end of it. Wow. I mean, that is. It's really good. I'd say that is a real eclectic mix, actually. Yeah, and Clo- Closer by um, Kings of Leon as the warm down. So, um,. But yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, I'd say that high energy, but definitely, definitely a real mix. I wouldn't say that's pure rock. No, I think I think it's got rocky elements to it. But certainly, Firestarter is uh, done well to get in there as a rock song. But yeah, no, well, that's great. Well done. Yeah, really good. Um, I've just been out on the bike uh, now. Nice. Um, so I bought quite a few things for the bike, a few accessories to go on the bike, um, namely a um, a little uh, a bell. Good. Um, it's got a th- it's got a special name. Um, this Alan. Bell. No, no, it's in um, uh, the, the yeah. Imagine what's it called? It has a little thing called trig the trig trigger bell. Triggerbell.com. dot Anyway, I think I bought the wrong one because it doesn't really fit onto any of the 
handlebars that I've got. It's one of those bells that goes under, so you can kind of like, whilst you're cycling, you can just ding, ding, as opposed to put your thumb over the handlebar. Okay. It's it's easier, and apparently response time is better if you see something that way. Anyway, so I bought that, went downstairs, before I went out on my bike ride. Uh, that doesn't fit. And then I took my new bottle holder um, down there, and... Um, that will fit, but I didn't take... You need two Allen keys. Apparently, there's two Allen key um, uh, bolts on it, I guess, for safety, so people don't nick them straight away. Um, so that was annoying, so I couldn't put that on. And then I looked at the way that, where I was going to put the lock as well, and I can't put both uh, lock and water bottle in the middle of the frame. So oh, no. I'm screwed, really. And the bell doesn't fit. So that's, I mean... Can you return any of the stuff or are you going to... I mean, I got rid of all the packaging, didn't I? The only thing that would make sense is if I got a smaller lock and then I'll figure out how to put the bell on at some point. But a smaller lock, I think, might be the key, but then... Oh, the key. Um, But uh, they're quite expensive. So, I mean, I don't really know, probably, to be fair. I've had an absolute howler, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. Um, and then I basically just went up to Hyde Park, did a couple of laps of Hyde Park and cycled back. And then on the way back, I sent you a video. I've put it on my Instagram if any of you um, perverts listen to uh, listen and watch or uh, follow me on Instagram. Um, there was some sort of rescue going on on the Thames. So as I was going over back, there was like loads of fire engines going along the south side of, of the Thames. Well, I was at Al- Albert Bridge. And I thought, that's quite a few. And then three pulled up on Battersea Bridge. Then two pulled up on uh, Albert Bridge. Then there were two more on the south side of the embankment. And I think one or two going to Chelsea Bridge. So you're talking like eight or nine appliances. Sorry, not fire engines. Then the Coast Guard helicopter, um, RNLI speedboat, a fire and rescue boat, a, a police boat, and also a, I think, Port of London Authority um, boat as well like just combing so I, I, I think I heard that there, there might be a body in there but they're not sure like, or like some, there might be someone in the Thames but they're not sure okay. but yeah it's the first time I've seen a Coast Guard helicopter like in London because famously we're not really on the coast that's quite exciting isn't it it was exciting a little bit sad if it is you know the situation they were talking about and the um, firefighters had their thermal imagery um, things that they were looking into the water. Well, I presume that's you what see they... so much firefighting stuff. Well, I mean, I didn't. I try, I did lose my tiny little mind, and they come from all over. I mean, you're talking your Brixtons, you're talking your Soos. You know, they'd really, you know, they'd, they'd come from far afield. So um, that, for me, as someone who likes fire appliances, firefighters to a point, but more importantly, like you know, I, I do love seeing that fire and rescue boat on the Thames. So to see all these in action, yeah. well, for me, it was great. Obviously, I'm hoping that everyone's safe and well, but crikey. I mean, it was it was a real a real thrill for me. Yeah, I can imagine. It was, yeah, it was great. So I was a little bit worried that the, the, the helicopter might be too loud whilst we're recording, but can't hear it from here, so all good. Okay. That's quite... Um, it's good to know. That's quite um, quite depressing, isn't it? Yeah. From from me. Um. So that's that really. I've been I've been working today. Me too. Uh, have you? Yeah. Well, what have you been anything. working on? Yeah. Um. I've been writing. Oh. 
had a Zoom call with my agent. So I got dressed for that, I had a shower, unlike some. Um, and then tonight I'm playing poker. Okay, good. Um, I, I played a little bit of um, spin and go thing earlier. I'm fantastic today. Really? Brilliant poker, yeah. Well, did you, did you win? Yeah, I kept winning. Yeah. Really? Lots, lots of times, yeah. So that's oh, good. Crikey. Um, um, Very jealous. Well, there you go, yeah. Tomorrow uh, might be exciting because I might have to stay in a hotel. Iwa Wuwa. What? Where? Uh, up north, because I'm filming at 5am the next morning. And this is, again, I should stress to all the perverts, a coronavirus-related thing. Um, and I have to stipulate it's anti-coronavirus. Yeah. You're not doing it for coronavirus. Once again, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm team against. Yes, good. Um, so, yes, I might have to... I mean, because otherwise I'm going to have to leave it to, like... 1.45am to get to work, which won't be a lot of sleep. So you've got to be there for five on Thursday morning? Yeah. Wow, that's really early. I know. That is really early, yeah. So yeah, so we'll... That, so we'll that's interesting. How do you feel about going to a hotel? You all right about it? I'm all right about it, yeah. It's, it's slightly annoying because it's poker night, isn't it, Wednesday? So I won't be able to play poker because yeah. I have to drive up because I've got um, other bits in the afternoon and stuff and during the day that I've got to do. So um, that's a bit of a shame, but um, it's better than getting up for work at quarter past one in the morning. Which, which is only four hours away from when you do usually walk up, wake up anyway. Yeah, true. But even I, I like to go to bed around nine at the earliest. So that's nine, 10, 11, 12, one. So you like four hours sleep. Boy, that's not loads, <laughs> is it? I considered it then. <laughs> Um, you did consider it. Yeah. And then you were going, my watch will basically tell me I've had 38% sleep quality. Yeah. And that is not good enough. I thought I had a great sleep last night. I've only been awarded a 78. I think it was at least an 82. But yeah. So I think 78 is good though, is it not? It's I fair, think. technically. Good starts from yeah. 80 onwards. But I felt like I had a great sleep and I did have a great sleep. So, oh yeah, it's not perfect. I have to say, since getting my new curtains um, in my bedroom... My sleep has been transformed. Good. Um, and I'm sleeping. There's no uh, light coming through the windows. Therefore, I'm not waking up early, nice. early, early, uh, which is great. Um, tomorrow, I've got to go to Grimsby. Um, I know we've chatted about this off uh, off thingy, but I'm, I'm going to have to go to Grimsby um, for personal reasons. Um, so we might not have one tomorrow, if that's all right no, with you. that's absolutely fine. We might have to pause and come back on Friday. Well, that works out quite well because I'll be driving up to the north, the north. also. So oh, crikey, yeah. We have like our first day off. We could have, um, yeah, two days off, come back on Friday if that's all right. Yeah. Um, be a bit weird. It just means that the perverts, they can catch up on what stuff they've missed. What episode it'll be on, on Friday, though? Friday. Yeah. I mean, I might be in tears, but what an episode. Yeah. Either way. Um yeah, so I'll be. I'm going to be based in Grimsby, I think, for the next two weeks as well, um, okay. just to sort stuff out. But they've got the internet there, um, wow. and so I will be able to continue. Um, it'll just be uh, different, different surroundings, be different acoustics. So for the true pervs, they'll be able to say mm, the timbre has changed a little bit um, in Lloyd's recording, but. I tell you what, I'll what try and say? get my finally get my acoustic foam up before then as well, so we can both have new tones. Um, with your no nails. With my no nails. Yeah, 
That's uh, I'm, I've, I've got to drive up tomorrow as well. I'm quite um, quite nervous about about driving up. Yeah, um, I'm quite up. quite enjoying the drives at the minute. Yeah, I love driving. That is the thing. So, like, I love a holiday where I have to drive. I did a holiday a few years back, and I did. I've mentioned it on this. I think I did the uh, west coast of America, and we had that big uh, sod off Range Rover. Nice, and that was amazing. And I, I do, yeah. I've just always, I've always, always loved driving. And what's quite weird, I didn't pass my test until I was twenty-one. Oh. Feathers didn't, didn't pass his test until he was about forty or something, or late. 30s. Really? Yeah. And tubes only passed about two or three years ago. Oh, tubes! Yeah, tubes has literally still only been like yeah, like two, yeah, two or three. I think it was the year before I started, or the year yeah. before that, and then he got his um, little evoke, didn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, he was being driven in by his mum, weren't he? Uh, Is that right, or his possibly, brother? I'm not, I can't remember. Yeah, possibly his brother. Yeah, I'm not sure. He was getting the train sometimes, but I yeah, think he didn't train, want to start. Yeah, yeah. He said he didn't want to start driving when he was drinking because he knew it would go wrong. So yeah, he I mean, that's never. A- yeah. Not a great combination, is it? No, so that's good. Um, um, yeah. Just on driving, I passed my driving test on um, a Wednesday. And then on a Thursday, I got a train to Grimsby. And then on the Friday, I drove from Grimsby to Exeter. <laughs> that was my first proper drive. was an eight-hour drive on the motorway from Grimsby to Exeter. I rem- Maybe seven hours. I remember when we were growing up, when we were like 17, 18, a guy at my school had got a, um, got a car. It's quite exciting. And then after like only a few weeks, he went outside and his car had been nicked. And he was absolutely devastated. He was like, oh no, someone nicked my car. I'm absolutely devastated. And then he looked down on the floor and the tape, because that shows what day it would have been, the tape that he had in had been thrown out on the floor. So not only do they nick his oh car, but they, they hated his, his music, music. shit to take for free <laughs> <laughs> and just threw it on the floor. That is like fair. Pl- do you know what? Fair play to the thief. And then he was getting annoyed, and some kid rode by on a bike and said, "What's wrong, mate?" And he went, "My car's been nicked." And this kid just looked and went, "Gutted," and rode off. Oh well, no! This is a what a, what a glorious what, couple what, of minutes. What was your first car, Robbie? Uh, well, I'm trying to think. It would have been a car that my mum would have given me. Yeah. I think. I think it would have been a Renault Clio. Oh, great car. Uh, a red one, R Reg. Uh, and then I got in around, Good. I'm just trying to think, I got a, an S Reg Ford Escort around 2007, probably, something like that. An um, S Reg Ford Escort. Yep. Yeah. So this is the first car now, and then I got my current car in 2010, and it was a 2008 Reg, and it was the first car I ever had that had a CD player rather than a tape player. Oh, um, I remember you saying this. Yeah. Because you haven't got the AUX in your car No, yet, but I've got you? the no. fancy radio thing now. Yeah. And that's that's revolutionised driving me. You listen to podcasts. Oh. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my first car, so I basically um, got a job in... Guildford, no, did I? I can't remember. No, yeah, I got a jo- yeah, I got a job in Guildford and also Farnham. And how was I getting to work every day? I can't remember. I cannot remember how I was getting to work today. But I remember I bought this car. I must have been. I can't have been getting the train because that would have been absolutely insane. I remember. Um, 
I got this, um, I, I bought this. Did I buy it off Bernie or did I buy it off a mate, a friend of a friend? Anyway, the first car that I bought was a Golf Mark III. So in theory, like quite a cool Golf to get, but you couldn't get in on the driver's side. You had to get in on the passenger side because the driver's door was, uh, someone had crashed into it. And so you couldn't get into it. Um, and it cost me 200, I think 250 quid or maybe 500 quid. Um, and the sunroof wouldn't open and it was gaffer taped shut, but it did leak if, it, if the rain was quite heavy. So that was it. There was no radio in there. So once, and this is, we're talking 2006. Okay, so there was no radio in there. So once I had to drive from Guildford to Grimsby with no music, no radio, nothing. Like absolutely nothing. Like I had, I had nothing on me. I think I may have even, I may have got my laptop, my really old laptop, and I just tried to play music from Napster or whatever I had at the time. In, in like the, on the passenger seat until that ran out of battery. But I just remember it being so quiet and quite sad driving all the way from Guildford to Grimsby with no radio. And then about two weeks, maybe about three or four weeks, I'd only had the car, maybe about two months. And I didn't realise, because I was still, this was still early days as to me driving. I don't really know. I didn't, I didn't have any, um, I didn't have any tax on the car. Right. Um, and I didn't realise, I didn't realise that I didn't, I just wasn't aware. I hadn't been taught that. And that my mum didn't start driving until about maybe six or seven years ago, weirdly. So there was no one to kind of like tell, oh, you need to. So I was like, oh, okay. So I'd had insurance and I presume it had an MOT, but I had no tax. And then someone from work went, you know, your car's not taxed. I was like, is it not? They're like, no, your tax disc it like ran out like three or four months ago. I was like, Right, and I need to get that done. They're like, yeah, like if a police officer sees it, then you'll get it done. I was like, oh, crikey. So I thought this is too much hassle. So I decided to just buy a new car. And I got my, it was my first job working for a company called Espar in Farnham. So I had like a, a salary. You a new and it car like a, rather than tax the current one. Well, just because there were so many issues with that car and it kept smoking, it kept doing all sorts. All right. And I did, I did a, a stupid thing and... The AA, when I had to call the AA out, and they said, oh, yeah, it's a proper bank holiday um, bank holiday uh, job this week or this. Basically, I, I thought, oh, I'll put some oil in, in the car. So I put a whole um, bottle of oil in the car, um, which basically drowned it, and it was just choking out black stuff out the back. And again, I didn't know anything about cars Yeah, I didn't really know so that was what like, you were supposed to do, but I guessed the other time when I did it. I thought, wow, it's taking quite a lot of oil. I'll, I'll, I'll slow up here. But yeah, I didn't realise. No one's ever told me you don't put all the oil in. No, well, it's in between the, the lines on the dipstick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, that I, get that. I get that. But I didn't, I can see how you made that mistake is what I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. And then basically what I had to do is like take out the oil from the bottom. So the AA man um, took me to the, my house. He's like, look, best thing to do, wait for that about four or five hours for that to cool. You went, There's a little thing, get out a basin under it, empty it out. Um, put the plug back on. You went, wait again for it to cool down again. Tomorrow morning, see how much oil's in there, fill it up just so I had to do that. And then it kept breaking down. The water com- always needed filling up. I was like, right, I'm just going to go to this garage. So it's a place called MJA. I remember exactly where it was in, in Guildford. It was kind of like, if you're coming in on the A3 before Guildford, you, you go in um, you, you, before you get to Guildford. Anyway, I went to this place. 
And I was like, I just wanted a small car. So I'm like talking small little Fiesta or a Clear. I just wanted a small little car to get me from Guildford to Farnham every day. That was all I wanted. And ideally a radio so I don't cry all the way to Grimsby. And this guy was like, okay, what are you looking for, Lloyd? I went, just, you know, small Ford, small Clear. I went, yeah, yeah. You went, but the thing is, though, mate, do you know what I see you in? MG. I was like, well, he goes, nah, you're the kind of bloke that don't drive an MG. And I completely bought it. I went, yeah, I guess I am actually. Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, probably. I am probably the kind of guy that would drive an MG. And then he took me around the corner to this quite flash saloon. Do you know what I mean? Five door, quite sporty, metallic blue MG with like neon green. You know, these are all relatively brand new cars. I was like, I was like, yeah, I would drive that. Yeah, no, I'd definitely drive that to work on my twelve and a half thousand pounds salary a year. I was like, yeah, 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 that, that, that's me. And then like, he was running through all the um, things. Okay, cool. Took all my finance history. I had such a bad credit rating because of my time at university and stuff. He was like, yeah, they're not going to give you that. What about that Peugeot 107 there? I went, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> so that was the only thing they'd give me finance on. So I got a Peugeot, a red Peugeot 107, which I absolutely loved, to be fair. It was a great little car, a little red number. Um, and that is exactly what I needed. I think I paid 230 quid a month, um, which if you look back at it, it's quite a lot now. Um, yeah. But I think I just couldn't get very good finance. So that was my first first car. I've never got like, a car on finance. I've always ever paid for them. Well, I, I, I mean, I've never right, had a car just, that's cost more than £5,000, they say. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. So I've just, I, I've always been loath to splash out and buy a big, you know, like a, buy, buy a car. I bought like... Um, Ford KA of my old boss Jilly. Um, is that how you say it, or is it a car? How do you say? I don't know. Ford car, Ford KA. I don't, don't know. I'm I, I sure. Don't know. So I had one of those um, for a, a little while, and then when I got, um, then I had a, when I started doing comedy and taking it seriously, I had a, um, a series of um, Seat Ibethas and uh, <clears throat> diesels, two one point eights, like good, great cars, really good cars. Um, did my taxis of training in it on BBC Three, um, which made it tax deductible. Nice, that's good. And then, uh, then I started getting like some nicer cars when work started coming in. Well, what car do you myself. drive currently? Well, I don't actually. No. I don't. So I'm actually having it dropped off tomorrow from Enterprise. Oh. Um, I do a little bit of work with Enterprise every now and then. Me and Robin Van Persie. No big deal. Um, so I've got um, an Enterprise coming tomorrow a one way rental that I'll drop off in Grimsby on Thursday so I don't know what it is but I'm going to take my bike with me but I've asked I've asked them for a big one um, so I can put my bike in and um, uh, a bag of clothes I'm I'm going to have to get a car a new car sometime in the next year I think so it's it's not it's not not because I particularly want a new car but because it's so battered and old and rank that it doesn't if you turn up at shoot I don't think it says You've employed someone good. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's... Yeah. Do you know much about I think cars? Should... Yeah, well, I do now, yeah. And this is the thing. So actually, to be fair, I was a bit of a petrol head as a kid. Knew a lot about all the makes and models and stuff. But I actually didn't know that you shouldn't fill up, fill them no. up with oil. Do you know what I mean? Completely. But yeah, I know a fair, a fair amount Can about cars. Can I ask cars. you some questions? Yeah, go Can on. choose a car? So at the minute, yeah. I have an estate and I need that because I have a large amount of camera equipment. Yes, is an estate, so I, if I want to keep that sort of boot space, is an estate my only option? Or does something like an SUV, will that have a big boot area that's yeah. undercover? 
I, I think basically you've you've got you've got a few options here. So if you go for the estate, it means you've obviously got the large boot. But you can also there are certain cars like a Volkswagen Tiguan, uh-huh. um, or I can't remember what the the Skoda um, equivalent of it is. Maybe the Octavia. Their boot size is huge for a saloon, like enormous. Um, but then if you want, uh, yeah, I, I'd say either get an estate or a small SUV. Um, the last two cars I've had uh, have been Volvos, Volvo XC60 and the XC90, like the newer new versions. And there's been more than enough space. But like the, if you look at something... XC90 is nice, isn't it? I like that. Oh, the XC90. The XC90 is incredible. The, the Volvo XC60 was one of the best cars I've ever had. Like it was the, X, the Volvo XC60 T8 R Design Hybrid. So I used to fill it up with battery at Sky and I'd get like 25 miles out of that. So I never really paid for petrol midweek because, you know, it just it just covered it, you know, going from Battersea to, to Brentford every every day. It was it just well when I was going it was it covered that, but it was so fast as well. Like so, so fast, the T A R design. But I think something like a um the new the new Volkswagens and you know and anything of theirs. Um I think Darius just got a T Rock, uh, which was voted the safest car on the market. Um, but yeah, the Volvos are expensive, though. That's the thing with the Volvos; they're really they're ridiculous. Yeah, they are ridiculously expensive. But yeah, I, th- I think I think an estate to a, a, a mini SUV would stand you in good stead because I, I know the kind of equipment that you'll be taking, and you could easily get that into the back of an SUV, hundred percent. Okay, I've, um, what I've done here is I've put in I've, while we've been talking, I've put into carshop.co.uk. Yep. Um, rough requirements, and you can tell me yes or no on cars. Hundred percent. This seems punchy. Land Rover Freelander. That sounds like it'd be I mean, expensive to run. Mental. Yeah. Um, to go for a Land Rover Freelander. I mean, it's it's a great. It's a the Land Rover Freelander is a is, is a great um, is a great car. But uh, I mean, for what? Yeah. I don't think you need that. that. No. And um, twenty fourteen seventy five thousand miles. Diesel. Um, yeah. yeah. No. Nope. BMW 3 Series. I don't think I could drive a BMW. I don't know if that knob. Well, I mean, the BMW 3 Series, what, what red are we talking? This one's 2013. 2013. 2013 yeah. So I'm just trying to think of the shape. 2013. Oh, there's, um, a, there's a 2017 as well. Okay. How much are we talking for the uh, 2013? That. 2013. They're both the same price. They're both eleven thousand pounds. Hmm. I do you know something like a three series would be absolutely fine. And and actually, yeah, because then you'd have to go for the because I think they call it the tourer. I think they call it the touring um, estate as opposed to just an estate. And then I think the Mercedes call it the shooting brake. And I don't know why they call that. But do you know what? A, a three series estate would be great because to be how many how how much how many miles has the 2017 got on the clock? Mm. Seventy-two thousand. Mm. And the 2013 one? Forty-eight thousand. Well, you know what I mean. All I'm saying is. Um, you know, you, you you'll be able to go two hundred and fifty thousand miles without any issues. Yeah, on those, and what someone said to me 
is that you shouldn't worry about a relatively new car with a lot of miles because no. what it means is it means they're motorway miles because it's only just doing long drives on the motorway which is better for exactly so that's that's the one thing i've learnt. Okay. exactly so i i i would i i would look at those and also as well going back to a previous point of yours where you basically said when you turn up at shoots people are a bit like have i just um yeah. you know if you turn up in bmw they're gonna think oh, okay okay we're paying him all right yeah um and then you're the nicest guy in the world so they're like oh that's fine do you know what I mean? Okay, let's just chuck a few others at you though. Kia Sportage, brilliant car. Oh. I, like I actually was the face of Kia quite a few years back um, during the FA Cup, where it was we got so much abuse. The FA Cup brought to you by Keith, Ian, and Andy. I was Ian in the back, and Jack Whitehall mentions that all the sodding time. Like he often just calls me Ian. Um, so yeah, uh, the Sportage. I've actually hired a few Sportages, and they're 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 great. Um, I tell you what, the other car is in that same kind of ilk is the Nissan Nissan the Nissan Qashqai. It's just popped up here. There's another one of those. Um, so I think every member of the Beckett family, so Rob, his dad, his brother, they've all got Qashqais. They're everyone swears by them. They're so reliable. Um, so. Again, and I think practical. So if you're looking for practical calendars, but also looking for value for money, um, I'd look no further than the Kia and the Nissan. I think the Kia, depends what year you get, but some Kias have a seven-year warranty. So if you've still got the car under the seven-year warranty, you're, 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 you're laughing. Oh, that's clever, isn't it? Maybe mm. um, when I do eventually decide to get a new car, uh, you can come with me. We can make a YouTube video of it. I, would, I mean, I'd love to help you. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um I actually, I do like. I often shop for cars online, even though I don't need a car at the moment, um, and just see what's out there. Yeah. So, nice. That's that. Um, should we read a quick few reviews before we um, have our little hiatus? Oh, There's been Let's quite a few, yeah. few nice ones, but also Robbie. Big news: we've got our first one-star review. What? Um, yeah. So BPV eleven. Obviously, listen to the podcast because we say put the word bin in and your review will get read out. So he's given us one star and gone, put this podcast in the bin. Been doing my nut. So he's obviously a, he's obviously a fan in a way. Or is he? I'm not entirely sure. It's weird. So, um, yeah, yeah, just re- re- ridiculous. But um, lots of lovely reviews from uh, Choice69 um, to the four star runner. Um Oh, right. This, this, the so-called runner who left four stars because of the bacon sandwich so he can get in the bin. Oh, uh, yes. Thank you very much. So basically people are turning on other listeners now, which is exactly how I like it. This yeah. one, this review I really quite like, Robbie, from JJ the Posty. I'm a postman and listen to this podcast daily. Whether they are chatting about Lloyd's new bin or Robbie's big fatty, their chat keeps me calm, even when people don't answer their doors for a parcel when we are supposed to be in lockdown. <laughs> Keep up the great work, guys. Um, uh, JM11 says, I know too much about your lives. It's like I'm eavesdropping on the mundane through a crack in the wall. And that's why we call it the perverts, guys. But there's a beauty in the mundane and it reflects the times we're in. However, your mundane is made interesting and sometimes normal life and you're taking it is very interesting and entertaining. Thank you very much. Um, Craig Murdoch, been, been binging this beautiful bonanza of a podcast. 
the creative genius is that of Rafa Benitez and a gift to the ears while you perform your daily tasks, whether making a binoffy pie or playing a game of bingo. Lloyd and Robbie are some boys, and that Belland with a one star. Um, NC30, been listening to the podcast since the beginning. Um, thanks to Robbie, I'm now halfway through the series two of It's Always Sunny oh, in Philadelphia. It's just getting great Keep now. Keep up the good work. It you are an influencer. So there's a, there's a few more, but we haven't got time. Well, we, we have got time, but we haven't got time. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do leave us a lovely little five-star review. It makes it easier for other people to find. We'll be back on Friday. And what you might want to do in between now and Friday is um, take advantage of a delicious offer of um, cheap beer. If you head to docsbeers.com or .co.uk and enter the code FISH20, you'll get 20% off all of Doc's Beers drinks they are a, they're, they're a great drop would you agree Robbie lovely lovely stuff um, and we're not being paid to do this we're, it's just a little incentive for you the perverts so if you want a little drop of ale a little drop of a session ale an IPA a lager a stout maybe maybe a coconut stout which they've got in droves um, then head to docsbeers.com um, right well safe journey to the north tomorrow Robbie Yep, I will have that, yeah, don't you worry. Let's stay in touch and we'll be back on Friday. Yeah, we'll have two days off and you perverts just don't get into trouble while we're away. Yes, pervs, you keep it safe. Safe? Bye. Bye.